Welcome to Calming Heart, the sounds of David's Psalms. I'm glad you've joined us for this brief moment we share together. I will be playing some of the music that has been brought out of the Psalms. My name is Steve Reese. I play the harp. And over the last several years, I've been bringing the sounds of David's Psalms into recordings. You can find a lot of my music on my website, www.calmingharp.com. I have CDs available and MP3s. And you can go to YouTube. If you go to YouTube and then type in Peregrinati, P-E-R-E-G-R-I-N-N-A-T-T-I, you will find hours of beautiful harp music that you can just play in the background and be calmed with the music that David may have played for his sheep at one time or another. So as we share this half hour, join me and enjoy the sounds of David's harp. Good morning, and uh, welcome to December 30th, 2023, 19, that's me pretty far away here, so 2023, and one more day and we go into the new year, 2024. Shirley and I were talking the other day, it's like, what is there about going from one day to the next that so many people change everything? or at least say they're going to change everything, and a month down the road they haven't changed anything. So anyway, that's kind of where we find ourselves. But I wanted to, um, first of all, give you a report about um, our project in India. Um, once again, I have the the um, link down below that you can contribute towards. Um, I got some pictures from Prabhu just yesterday that they are pouring the cement into the footers and they've got the wire the um, steel up for the pillars there's 12 pillars in the building they're making it strong enough so that eventually they can build a second floor on it and uh, living quarters up above so if any of you would like to contribute towards that that would be really appreciated I make sure I have a an account that I can send the money directly to them and I guarantee to you that 100% of what you give goes straight to them so there's no administration fees or anything like that I don't take a salary none of that so it's 100% to the widows and orphans and to the work of the gospel in the kingdom that is being built in India 
So um, thank you all for your support so far. So far we've gotten about a third of the money together for the building. And as I think I said just last week, we did get the leg for the little girl. And so that's really, really cool. She went for measurements this week and they're having that put together. So just a little report there too. Anyway, Shirley and I were reading this morning and I thought I would share with you Psalm 111. Praise Yahweh. I will give thanks to Yahweh with my whole heart in the company of the upright in the congregation. Great are the works of Yahweh, studied by all who delight in them. Full of splendor and majesty is his work, and his righteousness endures forever. He has caused his wondrous works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and merciful. He provides food for those who fear him. He remembers his covenant forever. Forever. He doesn't forget. He has shown his people the power of his works in giving them the inheritance of the nations. The works of his hands are faithful and just. All his precepts are trustworthy. All his precepts are the instructions that he has given us for life and blessing. And it says here that they are trustworthy. We can trust them to be true. They are established forever and ever to be performed with faithfulness and uprightness. He sent redemption to his people. He has commanded his covenant forever. His covenant is not going to change, folks. It stands forever. Holy and awesome is his name. The fear of Yahweh is the beginning of wisdom. All those who practice it shall have a good understanding. His praise endures forever. And I just um, wanted to share that psalm and I wanted to explore in this episode the meaning of this word fear, the fear of Yahweh because it says here it's the beginning of wisdom there's a lot of people that have a lot of knowledge we have artificial intelligence that gathers all kinds of knowledge in a computer but there is no wisdom in artificial intelligence there's no wisdom in a whole lot of knowledge gathering knowledge in fact another one of the verses in the scripture says get knowledge but with your with your getting get wisdom because we can have a lot of knowledge but if we don't have the wisdom that goes along with it well then it's no good it uh, it doesn't comp it doesn't profit anything and so what is this fear of yahweh so I, st I started looking up the word fear in, in the Bible, in Scripture. And there's actually four different words that are used in the Bible for, that are translated across to English as fear. And this one that David is using here is quite different from the other ones. The other three are having to do with being very afraid, being trembling, um, Actually, two of them are that. 
the the third one is actually a very interesting word. It has the the idea of dancing before um, the Lord, before you, before our Heavenly Father. Um, it, it says whirling in circles is one of the translations of it from the concordance, and so. Um, and so I would put that close to this one that David is using here in that um, he is, it, it has to do with uh, our moral compass. If we have a fear of Yahweh, it will guide our moral compass. And, um, and that fear, sometimes I think about it as if, if they, we have a good father, when he says, you know, uh, go out and rake the leaves in the yard. And if we fear him, we go out and do that because we know that, first of all, that if we don't do it, there probably will be some some uh, results to that that we don't like. But secondly, um, if we have a healthy fear of our father, we go like, well, uh, yeah, I, I want to help him. Um, I know I, I need to be doing my part. And so uh, we go do it. Um, if we have an unhealthy fear, we will be sitting there trembling, going like, man, he's going to beat me. And that's unfortunately what a lot of people have dealt with in their childhood, which is running, it, it's filtering across to their understanding of our Heavenly Father. And I believe the enemy has done a lot to try to bring that understanding across so that we're sitting here trembling before our Heavenly Father. But a real healthy fear is when I know that um, I'm in a predicament and my Father is strong and He's mature and He's going to help me through that predicament. And so I can go to Him and appeal for Him to help me. And that is the healthy fear that I believe David is talking about. So I'm going to have some more comments on this, but I wanted you to, to listen to some of this music. I've been playing in the background a track that I put together. I have it up on YouTube. It's called um, Ambiance uh, from the harp music. And it's just music to have going in the background to um, kind of help settle us. And so I'm going to just play that track for a little bit, and then we'll come back for some more comments.
so that's um, some of the music from the ambiance. I'm going to let it keep playing behind us. Um, at the same time, I wanted to share with you, I, I shared from Oswald Chambers last week, and I'm going to share again this week. We were actually, it's part of what we were just reading this morning again in our worship. Um, but I think it has a lot to do with this whole subject of the fear of our Heavenly Father. Um, and I'll bring it together. First of all, I'll read it because it may sound like it's not related, but I think you'll find in the end that it is related. Um, it's from this, the de reading from my utmost for his highest, December 30 reading. All my springs are in you, from Psalm 87, verse 7. Our Lord never patches up our natural virtues, that is, our natural traits, qualities, or characteristics. He completely remakes a person on the inside. We are commanded in Ephesians 4 to put on the new man. In other words, see that your natural human life is putting on all that is in keeping with the new life. The life of God places within us de develops its own that God places within us develops its own new virtues, not the virtues of the seed of Adam, but of Yeshua Hamashiach. Once God has begun the process of sanctification in your life, watch and see how he causes your confidence in your own natural virtues and power to wither away. He will continue until you learn to draw your life from the reservoir of the resurrection life of Yeshua. Thank God if you are going through this drying up experience. The sign that God is at work in us is that he is destroying our confidence in our natural virtues because they are not promises of what we are going to be, but only a wasted reminder of what God created man to be. We want to cling to our natural virtues while all the time God is trying to get us to contact with, get us in contact with the life of Yeshua HaMashiach, a life that can never be described in terms of natural virtues. It is the saddest thing to see people who are trying to serve God depending on that which the grace of God never gave them. They are depending solely on what they have by virtue of heredity. God does not take our natural virtues and transform them because our natural virtues could never even come close to what Yeshua wants from us. No natural love, no natural patience, no natural purity can ever come out to his demands. But as we bring every part of our natural bodily life into harmony with the new life God has placed within us, he will exhibit in us the virtues that were characteristic of our Adonai Yeshua HaMashiach. And every virtue we possess is his alone. And I thought that was important because if we have this fear of our Heavenly Father and if we are walking out His life in us in a way that desires to express His work in us and, and to accomplish the things that He wants to accomplish through us, then we're not going to be putting ourselves out there as the great person that we that 
many times we th we express that we think we are. We will have we will be expressing the, a humility that understands that everything that we have, everything we do, everything we are is a result of His work within us. It uh, many times I I appeal I turn back to Psalm 139 and I talk about while we were in our mother's womb he was creating us with a plan and a purpose and that is so true at the same time I think we have to be very careful not to look back to that heredity that is in us and depend on that to accomplish what we think God is wanting us to do because at the end of the day, many times what we think he wants us to do is not exactly his plan. In fact, many times it's not. Uh, I know sometimes some of the big mistakes in my life have been thinking that I have God's plan in mind and running out to do it in my own strength. And somewhere out there, I look back and God's going, like he's standing back way back there and saying, well, are you ready to um, find out what I want to do? <laughs> are you ready to uh, depend on what I want to do through you instead of out there bucking around on your own? And in humility, I have to come back, have to turn around and walk back to him and go, okay, Father, what is your plan? What is your strength? What is your capability that you want to put in me? Because now I know... I've seen my failures and I know that what I was trying to put together was not what you were planning to do in my life and I you know just being brutally honest with you I've done that way too many times in my life and um, I'll probably do it again because our natural self wants to be wants to accomplish you know the world pounds this idea of success into us and um, are in trying to accomplish that success many times we run ahead of what our Heavenly Father wants us to do sometimes he wants us to wait sometimes how many times does that word wait used in the scriptures wait on the Lord and again I say wait <laughs> so and um, that's been one of the things I have a hard time doing. But I do, I have found that when I do wait, when I have quieted myself down and allowed him to bring the circumstances into focus, things have turned out so much better, so much more rewarding, so much uh, more fruit for the kingdom of my Heavenly Father. And so I just wanted to share all that with you this this morning. Um, I know that many of you are, are out there wondering, you know, we're looking around at the events of the world today and we're going, wow, what's going on? How are we going to get through this? You know, we're, we're looking at financial issues. We're, no, we're looking at wars that are ramping up we're looking at threats of wars that could start any minute and we're and we're being tempted to ask the question is god really in control you know shirley and i were listening to a radio program yesterday uh, michael berry was putting it on and 
he was asking the question, and I think it's a really good question we need to ask ourselves. What is truth? What do I determine to be absolute truth in my life? In spite of everything that anybody would tell me, I would cling to that truth as what guides my life. And I was asking that question of myself. What would be the most absolute foundational truth that I could not ever um, bargain with? I would never give it up. And the, and the best thing that I could come up with, and Shirley and I were again talking about it this morning, was that God is real. That is my truth. God is real. And right along with that comes a truth that he has given me instruction in the word that we call the Bible or the scripture that when we get to the end of Deuteronomy, he says, if you will follow these this teaching, Torah is the word in Hebrew that is used, and I've gone over that before. But what he's saying is really, I'm giving you instruction, like if you were coming to a college class to find out about biology, or if you were going to find out about finance, or whatever class you're going to take, I'm going to be the instructor, and I'm going to give you the instruction that is going to help you understand this subject better and be able to function within it better because of the of the wisdom that I'm going to give you. And like David said, um, get that wisdom. The beginning of wisdom is the, do- the knowledge of our f- Heavenly Father. If we don't have this confidence that He exists, that He has given us instruction for our own good, then the world is going to be able to come at us and and change our mind and change our actions and change our understanding to the point of setting us into the chaos that is swirling all around us right now. If we don't have a foundational understanding of our Heavenly Father, then all of what's happening is going to engulf us and surround us and suck us in. So that foundational truth that I would present to you this morning is that our Heavenly Father does exist. He is a loving Heavenly Father. We can fear Him in such a way that we can depend on Him to keep us and guide us and protect us and bring us into His kingdom Yeshua said, I am the resurrection and the life. So even if we pass on in death in this life, we have the promise that there is life to come. There is a, there is a kingdom to come that is righteous. And Yeshua will be the righteous king. So I just want to share that truth with you this morning. I hope it encourages you. And I hope you can carry it with you into this new week that we are about to engage And into this new year. Tomorrow is the last day of the year. And the next day is the beginning of a new year. So I would just say, have a blessed week, have a blessed day, and have a blessed new year. Shalom. So I hope you've enjoyed our time together. Stay tuned, as I say. A little pun. 
I have many more songs to share with you. I have more to share about how this all comes together. And I pray that you will share and help people, especially those you see stressed, especially in this times that we're going through. Bring people to this calming and this peace and this rest that this beautiful music of the Psalms of David brings to each of our lives. Thank you for listening. Hope to see you next week. Many, many blessings to you all today.